From the Finley Toyota Studio, it's Cofield and Company. Five o'clock hours here. Thanks to Justin Watkins, Battleborn Injury Lawyers in studio with us. 766-1400 is the number to call. Adam Hill, Cofield, ESPN Las Vegas on this Wednesday. Game one of the Oilers and Golden Knights series going down in just a little bit. A little earlier start, 90 minutes from now. 6.30 puck drop. You can hear all of the coverage before the game, through the game, after the game. Over on our sister station, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. I did mention Ari is running things here. A lot of NBA to get to this hour. We got a 2-0 game in the NHL. Carolina, after the first, is up on the Devils. The tip is going down here in just a couple seconds with Philly and Boston. So I want to get to that series. But on the Golden Knights, can they beat the Oilers playing any style? Like, if this turns into a track meet, can they beat them? Well, we May have just had a bit of breaking news, so I'm gonna. Oh, uh, let's do it. And it's on the game. the The broadcast just cut away to the Oilers getting off the bus, and I couldn't tell what player it was. One of the players slammed his head on the on the bus exit, like he was too tall, and he hit his head, and he was holding his head as he walked into the arena. Like literally, just happened as as <laughs> they were cut away there. And I would love to know who it was really? uh, that that happened to. So. We'll see, we'll see if that impacts the game at all. Right. Uh, I like dry sidle down so. for three games. Yeah, they can, win. Was, they can win any way you want to win. It didn't look like dry sidle or uh, or McDavid, unfortunately for Knights fans. But uh, something to monitor if there's a a late scratch with a concussion as as they were trying to get off the bus on camera and look cool uh, did not happen for them. Uh, but yeah, McDavid and dry sidle are just an unbelievable duo and. You know they can choose to play them apart. They can choose to play them separately and really go for it. I think you know if they're behind by you know a goal or two late in the game, they probably put them together and uh, really try to push. And um, obviously on the power play, they are dynamic and and strike fear uh, into opponents. You've got to make sure you stay off the power play or off the penalty kill, uh, stay out of the penalty box, and make them go against your better defensive lines. Just when you're at home, you can do that with with you know second change, and it's going to be tough. It's not. You know, there's nothing easy about trying to play the Oilers, especially when those guys are on the ice, and they're going to be on the ice quite a bit, uh, especially with the you know a couple of days off before the next game. So, uh, the Knights know what the challenge is. They understand what the challenge is. They know how important it is to make sure that those guys don't beat you, and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that happens. And you know, fortunately for the Knights, they have that extra home game in this series, and they're going to have to take advantage of those home games. Either McDavid or Drysaddle, kind of not likable. I need motivation Not in a series. Really. There's someone I can kind of latch on to. That's the guy I don't like. Not really, unfortunately. I think they're pretty likable. Damn it. I mean. Edmonton you, fans? They're not great. By the way, how many are going to be I mean, here? The, uh, the obvious one is Evander Kane. Yeah. Too easy, though. <laughs> Too okay. easy. Okay. I think there's going to be a lot of them. I how think about the fans? Should we, should we actually – should we revel in the fact that the NHL kind of screwed over, especially the Oilers fans, by changing – from a Friday to a Saturday game, too. Now they now they have to stay in Vegas even more, leave more on the table, pay for an extra extra night at the hotel, or sell their tickets because they can't switch their flights. Ooh, that could be it too. Because I, you know, I'll 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 try to look into it a little bit more. But I know, you know, with the last series, um, 
the airlines, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember, it's Air Canada, but the other one is uh, WestJet from Canada, uh, added a couple flights, you know, the day before and the day after games. And so we'll see if they change those flights. But if there's only a bunch of flights back on Saturday morning because they only booked the flights to accommodate the fans, like the whole airline is going to have to get involved and try to change uh, all those tickets. So it's not like you can just change your flight to the next day because they don't have flights the next day. Uh, so I think that part is very fascinating of how that's all going to work. I think yeah. a lot of them won't be able to go to the game. I saw uh, some fans complaining. Uh, one person said, Jason, fans for both teams bought tickets. Those traveling uh, into town bought flights, hotels, tickets. Uh, another one, Stoff, said if they want to change it, fine, but make up your mind and let the fans know. Well, that took a little – I mean, you know, this person said, I'm going to Vegas for something unrelated. We changed our uh, pre-booked plans to uh, – for Friday to go watch the game, we have an event Saturday afternoon, so it would be nice to know when the game is already, and you said it is in the afternoon, so that person screwed. It sounds like it. Unless that, unless that time, and I'll, I'll check again. You thought it was 4 o'clock. Um, I received the time that was 4 o'clock, but that may have just been a placeholder. That wasn't even the actual uh, time. Let me see if I have an update right now uh, from that, but um, it sounds like that was going to be. I don't think that they would mm. put it – Mm. It would be tough to put it up against the the Lakers and Warriors. I don't think they'd want to do that, especially if you're moving the game around part of partly for TV. Um, but yeah, it, it's four o'clock. Okay. A Karen said, "Bought tickets for the Friday game. We're going for the Dixie Chicks concert on Saturday." Chicks. By the way, I'm not doing that. I've made a decision. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Nah, they didn't have to do that. Don't you say Commanders? Um, I actually, I, I kind of, while they're still owned by Snyder, I like your name for them. A football team? No. With the I commies? Did, the commies. Yeah. I like that one. No, I really, you know what's funny? If you listen to me. You say Guardians? I, I say Indians all the time. Okay. Uh, accidentally. Do you think the word Dixie is the same as Indians? No, but they, if they decided that they want to change their name Silly. to the Chicks, then Lady Lady A, just be Lady Annabellum. <laughs> Stop. I could. I've never said Lady A or Lady Antebellum. Follow, <laughs> follow, follow the lead of. There's two guys that I know who basically are like, yeah, I don't care because you're gonna forget in three weeks. That is Barkley's entire life. Charles Barkley does whatever he wants and doesn't apologize. You know the other guy. The country singer, the Morgan Wallen guy, sure. dropped an N-bomb on some video, and everyone's like, oh, it's over! He's like, six months later, he's like, artist of the year. Let, two weeks ago, I don't know if you, how much you follow. By the way, I got this from TikTok. Well, I feel but like two weeks ago, he was doing a, he's doing a concert. He's supposed to do a concert at a, whatever Ole Miss's stadium is. Everyone shows up, and then they put a graphic up. Sorry, he's sick. Like they had People had spent the whole day there, traveled there, and guess awesome. what? They're all going to still go the next time he's there. Yeah, well, I think for most of Morgan Just Wallen, be Dixie. Just be Annabelle. It, what is Stop. Well, I think the difference is for most of Morgan Wallen's fans, like that's. But the that's appeal. my point. That's the appeal of Morgan Wallen. That, but that's that that's my for the what the, the that audience doesn't care. Sure. Just be who you are. Sure, but if, if they there's care. a bigger audience for the Cleveland baseball team. By the way, the the other problem with the Indians to the Guardians is like it, what a what a half-ass name. And someone already had the Guardians name. Whatever, Ooh. some roller derby team in the area. That eh, doesn't matter. Nobody cares about. But that. like, switch it to something good. Guardians. Sucks. Those guardians that guard that bridge. Those are cool guardians. No. I like them. No. So yeah. So this this woman's mad because she was going to go see the Dixie Chicks this weekend. The chicks. Okay. She was going to go see the chicks. 
that's that's their name now. I think it's a different band. Stop living in the past. I don't. Can the we? Chicks, can the vast the chicks are twenty twenty. We don't have a country station here. I try to follow. Are they all still in the? It's the it's the two tall chicks. Aren't they sisters? And then uh, Natalie. Natalie. Maybe, yeah. They're the chicks. It's that's fine if you want to. Does does that the other lady A? Do they have a big song like a hit that I would recognize? Uh yeah. The only reason I know who they are is because they changed their name. I was okay. Well, that, that works. It's literally, the only reason I know who they are. Uh, the, the yeah, they, they sing about uh, you know they're they're drunk. They want to hook up with their old girlfriend boyfriend. It's two o'clock in the morning. Whatever the song is. That's every country song ever. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Country songs. One are, o'clock in the morning. Country songs are midnight. Just, country songs are basically. I should like them because they're Seinfeld. It's basically like this. This is my day. <laughs> this yeah. is what happened today. Yes. Like, okay. That's that's a song. Cool. But it's just so bad. It's so bad. You know I like it. So Some of it. So where's the chick show on Saturday? You know, I didn't look it up. I don't know. You're asking a lot of questions, and uh, it's not like we have the internet I or figured you would, here. you'd be going. No, I just noticed. I I, hap- I did, actually didn't even know they were playing, and then uh, someone complained that they were going to the show. Now they might be screwed on the hockey tickets. They're at uh, they're Planet Hollywood. If anybody should be complaining, it's me. Um, My favorite show of the year is Saturday. I have been obsessing, waiting, cannot fathom how excited I am about this show, and Maybe? I can no longer go. No, it's Lovers and Friends is Saturday. Oh. And now the game is Saturday, hmm. and I have to work. Like, if anybody should be upset, it's me. That lineup, and then, of course, they had to taunt me by almost immediately after they changed the, the day of the game, then they, put, they finally put out the, the set times for all the acts on Saturday. And now I'm like, oh, man. Wait, is Lovers and Friends the one you went to last year where the, the, uh, it was so hot yes. the pavement burned a hole yes. in your shoes? Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, how, cra- how crazy is this weather? But have you seen the lineup I, for this year? It's searing hot. Searing hot. The lineup for this year is might even be better than I, this year, uh, except no Mace. I'm, I'm looking at Mace was awesome last year. Okay. I mean, I've, I've heard of some of these names. Heard of some of the names? Are you locked in to go see Petey Pablo? Of course. <laughs> of course I am. Wow. Dub rat. All right. I mean, you're listing, Rap, by the way, royalty. you're also listing like the lowest names on the. Well, on I'm, doing the that, I'm doing that on purpose. Uh, boy Band, Boys to Men, uh, Nelly, Busta Rhymes, oh, Chris Brown. Everyone going to be safe? Mariah Carey, Usher, Chris Brown, Nelly, yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get to the Miguel, middle yet. I'm looking 50 at Fifty Cent, Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera. Like, like it's going to be an unbelievable show. Okay. Shaggy. And you're screwed out of what? How much of this? All of it. Saturday. It's all day. It's only one day. Yeah, it's one day. Oh, it's man. all Saturday. Multiple stages. Yeah, four stages. Ah, that sounds like a great. And they man. put they put it's the. Too bad you're missing that. They actually put the set the the set list out of who's playing where. Ti, Genuine, Master P, Soldier Boy, Nore is awesome. He never plays here. Come on, it's going to be an unbelievable day and i can't go i'm the one that should be mad who cares about a chicks concert i don't mean chicks like females right the chicks they're uh the thing with the chicks are actually here for six shows so that's go any day lovers and friends is one day go to a diff go to the friday show now i have no option hmm. let's let's worry about the people who are really affected like me I mean, you just go to a different day of the chick show. Where are they playing? Planet Hollywood. Oh, 
plenty of seats. Okay, I got it. Sorry. What? Oh, I just wanted to look up that song because I was I was really stuck on what time it was when the person's like, I really need some nookie for my old <laughs> was person. It two in the morning? Quarter after one. Huh. I screwed oh, that up. It's a quarter after one and I'm a little drunk. Yeah. I know the song now. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, them. And I need you okay. now. Yeah. Can we cut that? Splice that together, that'll sound really good. It's a good song. These guys have done a show together for maybe a little too long. Lady A? (laughs) I've never gotten that text from Adam. No. No. Actually, it might be the opposite. I might need to ride somewhere. Adam's Adam's good for the uh, designated. When when that song came out, were they Lady A or Lady Antebellum? Antebellum, I think. Yeah, they were. They they haven't done anything good since they changed the name? I think they have. I just don't follow up that closely. So you're you're kind of quizzing me here. I don't have your... uh, the fervor for country music that you have for uh, Buster Rhymes oh, man. or Soldier Boy. So, so disappointing. I keep going to the, the sidebars. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, they're still good. That's the most amazing part of this. You're trying it. to go to the lowest part of the of the lineup, and it's still good acts. So how about those? is barely cracking the. So how about those Warriors lineup? last night with that run? That was uh, pretty incredible. Can we fire that? Curry pushes, kicks it. Here's Thompson now. Splash Brothers. Thompson to Curry. Curry lays it in. Green kicks it. Curry to pool. Three-pointer. Down it goes. They wanted to get Russell on him, and they got it. Reset. Curry. Down it goes again. We are tied at 112. How did the Lakers win that? That was so set up for the Warriors to win it. But, but, what was the most embarrassing, horrifying incident of the NBA offseason? Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole right in the face. And what did Draymond Green do? He blew a layup late. It was contested, but come on, bro. Making $30 million plus, got to make a layup. And then Jordan Poole's like, I'm comfy here from 37. So let me take a, the biggest shot of the game and throw up this bomb. They could have won, but momentum stymied by the, uh, I don't know, what do we call them? They're not the Splash Brothers, the Punch Brothers. So Jordan Poole and Draymond Green kind of blow it when they had a chance for big makes. And we'll also give credit to the Lakers, too. They had a couple of really big defensive plays. Steph kind of sauntered into the lane, couldn't get much of a jump. And uh, AD blocked him, and LeBron also blocked him a little earlier, about four and a half minutes left. And the Lakers survive. D'Angelo Russell with a nice little... Layup kind of up and under. They got it done. They got it done. So your Warriors in the hole won nothing. Should be a good series, though, because uh, the Lakers, I don't know that the Lakers can consistently defend Steph Curry, especially if no one else is getting the ball or making, although Clay Thompson did have a big make during that highlight reel. Uh, but others have to step up, and uh, most importantly, the Warriors have to find a way to sort of limit Anthony Davis because you, you can't have him going for 30 and 23. I wish, Sorry, Dub fan. I wish Draymond would have punched Jordan Poole in the beginning of the fourth quarter last night, and then he wouldn't have been there to take that shot. That was not a good shot. Uh, that was frustrating. But I, I think you can chalk it up. Not that you can sacrifice games in the playoffs, but you can chalk it up to a hangover from Game 7, and they played terribly and still had a chance to win at the end. So not too worried yet. Uh, can't give up another game at home. Obviously, you got to defend the chase and then win at least a game on the road, which I think they're capable of doing, even though all year we were awful on the road. Uh, but I think going down to Staples, they'll be okay. They'll win one, and uh, we'll be good. 
Uh, there was a celebrity appearance at the game last night, as there are many NBA games. Was Rob Lowe in attendance? Uh, yes. And so was, was wearing, Palenka. Was he wearing an NBA hat? No, not just, just the black NBA, NBA hat. hat. But, like uh, like the, the, the standard black NFL hat. No, but he was there, and so was Palenka, which does answer the question that they are two different people. I know there's a lot Has of Has that been a joke forever, that yes. GM Rob Palenka? But they are the same person. Really? Yeah. Okay. They look identical. I hadn't seen that. Separated at birth. I hadn't seen that. And uh, they were both there. So I guess we have our answer. They're not the same. Was this weighing on your? If heavily? somebody is going to play Plink in a movie, though, I assume it's Rob Lowe. Got to be. They're very similar. Devils finally got their second shot and it actually went in. See, three-one now. Efficient. Efficient. Uh, early on, Philly and Boston. Boston is up twelve-eight. It's about six minutes in, and yes, Joel Embiid is playing. I guess he'll squash my theory on this one or my thoughts on this one. I think this is really stupid. But I don't know how healthy he is, so. Yeah. There's so much fibbing that goes on in all sports <laughs> that you can hear someone's out, you know, hey, this injury is normally four to six weeks. Is it really that injury? I mean, I don't think he would. Would you play him beat up one nothing? Uh, we don't know how hard he is. Yep. So watch him go out tonight in 11. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 believe it or not, and I guess this is the magic of radio while we're still here, um, the tease, whether it's on social media or on air, is very important, so you need to deliver on it. Actually, I got teased by WIP, and I stayed around, and I listened to those guys break down the Sixers and Embiid, and I was like, I'm taking the Celtics. But you know that I do that all the time. Sure. Because I listen, and I'm like, this person has no idea what they're talking about. They're a jinx. Makes sense. That's something that no, it does, no, it doesn't. No, it you. really doesn't. It makes sense for you. It really doesn't. It, it actually happened to be if I go down, you want me to go down this, yes, this rabbit hole. It actually it was you, Douglas, the football player, another dude who's been doing stuff for him, and they brought back an old host who announced that he's going to start doing shows again, and he's a hockey guy, and he was actually a national hockey guy, Al Morganti. And the more I heard Al Morganti break down basketball, I was like, they have no shot. <laughs> It was very pro Sixers, on, and I'm like, he Philly. doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Wait, WIP was just pro Sixers all the time? It's pretty wild. Figure it out. Well, they love Embiid there. They do. You can't As they him. should. He's great. He's a f- hilarious on Twitter, good player, good personality. Like, it works. I do have the Celtics for the series, so they need to win tonight. Let's not jerk around here. This would be a big win for Philly. If they well, I mean, did it. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess MB down two. Good. I guess down two nothing. I'm going to get a hell of a price on the Celtics uh, going to Game Three. Well, if Embiid looks good and they win, it's real panic time for Boston. You think? Yeah, it's not a great position. I still think they're a much better team. I also don't believe Embiid's going to be able to play anywhere near whatever he is tonight. Say he's eighty ninety percent. I don't think he'll be eighty ninety percent the rest of the series. It's going to be very touch and go. Or they could just after the game tonight, they could just say, "Yeah, you know what? It was actually just it was minor knee injury. He's good." We just pretended he didn't even have an injury. He could have played game one, but we knew we'd win without him, so we didn't play him. But this also goes back, I get your point there, this also goes back to what JVT has talked about. We've asked uh, Paniotovic about it too, about betting the NBA, that it is a really hard sport to bet, even in the playoffs. Because oh, yeah. you just have no idea. And I know while hockey is the master of the upper and the lower body injury, the NBA is unreal in disseminating information on injuries. Which, you know, College football does it. They do the same thing. The NFL doesn't do it because they started putting out detailed injury reports years ago to make sure that 
you know, they satisfied the local gamblers before everything became real legal. Yeah. Long all, story short. All that, all that is true. And I it, said a lot. You just never know. And look, there's also advancements in treatment where you think like, hey, this product is not going to get better and you respond better to it. That's him. Did you hear uh, Willie Ramirez on yesterday talking about uh, he, he gave a detailed report of the Aces facility at their headquarters? I had no idea what he was talking about. There was some red light therapy, and I we just he just he kept as Willie will do. He, he you know he went at length, and then when he got done talking, I was like yeah, red light. We don't have time for it. But it sounded like the Aces facility is unbelievable. Well, it's it's also you know it, it is pretty great, but I think a lot of it is not not it shouldn't be a but. I mean, a lot of it is Mark Davis came in wanting to change the culture of the WNBA. Found out he couldn't just pay players a lot of money because it's not allowed. There's a salary cap. This is the way to do it. So he said, okay, well, we're just going to give them the best facilities imaginable. Stop me. Yeah. Right? Because how embarrassing would that be if the WNBA releases a statement, your facility can't be that nice. And yeah. then you'd have female athletes like, what? what? Wait, what? Treating, what does that mean? Treating the players too well. Three six four eleven hundred. Let's give away a four-pack of tickets to Reggae in the Desert. It's a Saturday. Great event. Great event every year. Clark County Government Amphitheater uh, Music. Caribbean food, drinks, big vendor village, and, of course, the music. That's the best part. Reggae in the Desert, reggaeinthedesert.com to get your tickets. This Saturday, 11 a.m. start, four-pack right now from RE364-1100. Listen to Cofield and Company in the Press Box all week long for your chance to win tickets to Reggae in the Desert, Saturday, May 6th at the Clark County Government Amphitheater. For more info or to purchase tickets, go to reggaeinthedesert.com. The fact that Brian Cashman got a four-year extension is a joke. It is an absolute joke, and it's a reminder that Hal can't shine his dad's shoes. If George was owner of the Yankees, he would be fired, Cashman, his son would be fired, and Aaron Boone would be fired. If I'm Hal today, I, I've got to at least throw the Yankee fans a bone, and i got to say, yo, Aaron Hicks, I'm tired of talking about Aaron freaking Hicks, who's still on this team for some maddening reason. You are not the New York Yankees when you trot that bum out on the field every day. So we played that bite in the middle of the show yesterday. Willie Ramirez was hosting and Marty Cordova, and they started getting all over Brandon Tierney, who's a radio host in New York. We know Brandon very well because he was out here. I actually live with him on a couple of occasions. I heard that in the kitchen. That's it. <laughs> right? I know, Ari, sometimes you're not always listening as, you know, as closely, but uh, I was trying to make the point to Willie. Because I think when people hear that, they're like, oh, that's a fake rant. That's a nonsense radio guy just yelling about something. I'm telling you, that was a flashback. Um, there's there are, there are plenty of us who yell during shows and get really worked up. There are a few of us who actually do it genuinely, and Brandon is one of them. And like you just said, I was around that several times. I mean, I was around that at blackjack tables, at bars. I wanted to mention that, too. In the kitchen, in the living room, uh, 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 anywhere. Were you at Barley's? Yes. And the blackjack table? Yes. Yeah. Have you been I, to Barley's lately? No. They took no, out all they, the blackjack no tables. All, all the tables. Because yeah. of that. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. He didn't he didn't flip the table. He lifted it up, right? Well, yeah, and all the chips went flying. Right. Not the worst thing we've we've heard of from a radio person, you know. It's not like he he threw the table up and then scooped up the chips and ran out and then no. came back a week later. No, he wasn't trying to take the chips. No, he, just, he was, he was just expressing anger, yeah. and I think it was about 
Cashman. Aaron, that, that was actually <laughs> when, that was actually when Aaron Hicks signed the deal. Yeah, that's how long the deal. It feels like that's been how painful it's been. It's, yeah. it's been the same rant for a long time. That is funny, isn't it? That you heard the same exact thing when I heard it. I saw uh, again TikTok, uh, just a little you know picture of him, and then the rant about how poorly the Yankees are doing and Cashman and. It's a it's a weird deal with the Yankees. They filled this team with this massive payroll, and then you look at the lineup day to day. And I know right now Stanton is out, but they there are days when I mean, there are days when their production is actually A's like offensively, and I don't even know how that's possible with with a payroll like that. It's weird. It's, uh, it's pretty baffling to to look at what they're trotting out. And 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 by the way, when they have injuries and the top guys who Ooh. do carry the day out there, sorry. Look at this lineup. Volpe, the rookie, who's been pretty solid so far. Um, Torres hasn't gotten going, but he's you know been an accomplished guy. He's got four homers and ten RBI. Um, he's been an accomplished guy in the past. Anthony Rizzo, LeMayhew, okay, and then the rest of the lineup: <sighs> Willie Calhoun, Harrison Bader, Jake Bowers, Kiner Falefa. IKF is. Yeah, it's like the big signing. Good, good value. Like these are all guys where you're like, ah, oh, it's really good bench players. And they're like, they're freaking five through eight. What are you spending your money on? It's weird. It's also, that would be a good lineup for a normal team. And the Yankees fans have been spoiled for so many years that they don't, they want all all stars at every position. They should. If you're spending that much money, the the top 15 teams in baseball that spend $130 million or more should have really good lineups. And when you start pushing past the cap threshold, hey, your team should be freaking loaded. That's what the Dodgers fans expect. And watch, the Dodgers have been. Kind of so-so yeah, to this point. They stink right now. They're, they're Both teams stink to the 500 level. Um, but you watch. Watch what happens. Uh, let's see if Hal, as he mentioned, and Cashman go and add. The Dodgers will. The Dodgers will find out. And you know what? It's starting to work out anyway, though, because guys they rolled out there are like, hey, we're going to give Altman a chance, and we're going to give Vargas a chance. And Altman got off to a really hot start, and he settled down, and now he's been pretty good. And then Varga, I think Vargas was four for five last night. So their young guys are going to come through. But if they didn't come through or they have weakness in the pitching staff, the Dodgers will go get more people. I don't know that Cashman or uh, Hal Steinbrenner. He can't shine his shoes! Rich kids, man, sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not. And sometimes they don't care as much. Yes. Well, the, What do they have to do to get there, right? Yeah, nothing. Let's get let's, born. Let's, let's not get into our local baseball team of the future. Because <laughs> that could be this. This could be the uh, talk in 2029 when the A's are not spending their money. Uh, feedback earlier in the show because we had John Taffer on. We'll have that conversation up at lbsportsnetwork.com in just a little bit. Taffer, of course, from Bar Rescue, has Taffer's browned butter bourbon. I had some earlier. I'm lit. Do I give this bottle away now? It was barely cracked open. They they were nice enough to leave it. Do I give it away or just go home and drink the rest of it? I think it's gonna. You have to give it away to somebody who is a friend. Okay, a bourbon fan. You can't give it away to like once it's open, people. Are like, Wait, what is this? Oh, I'll explain it. No, thank you. Yeah, you have to give it to somebody yeah. you can we actually had, explain it. To. We had two what, sips. What's going on? Yeah. We had two sips. Uh, Judge Dan Jacobs chimed in earlier. I had like fifteen when uh, you sounded loaded for a while there. Uh, when before Taffer was coming on, said uh, Ari has to find a way to get Taffer to melt down on a Cofield. And then he actually tagged, like, our alternate producer, Brady. Yeah. The wow, executive producer. I just call him alternate. Ari can still hold that title, right? 
Uh, well, you're saying he's above Ari? Yeah, of course. I believe right. he's the late night producer, yeah, which is now no longer a thing. So that means he's unemployed. Back. You never know. <laughs> he come back anytime. Brady said that uh, bring up failed rescues. We kind of did. A lot of them fail. We talked. We talked about some off the air too. Some things I didn't want to mention on the air. Really? We did. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Not failed, but different ones that I don't want to talk about. Oh, okay. I remember that? I wasn't like listening. He, like when he. Went into a gentleman's club to try to save it, and the, there was a 60-year-old dancing. Where was I during this? We're taking a picture. Right I even heard oh, that. Oh, I didn't even hear that conversation. Yeah. There was a lot going yeah. on. A, a 60-year-old. Rolls Wait, was, oh, he, he saved the place? Uh, I didn't say the place. I don't even remember that episode. Yeah. You guys, I, you guys overplay the 60-year-old. I'm sure she was fine. <laughs> I spent an afternoon... Uh, there were he two, said he felt terrible there were, for there her. Were, there were two. It's fine. She's making a living, but she was doing everything. She was. She was server. He went in and she, he was like, he was like, oh, she's awesome, very nice lady. She's a manager. That's a good asset. Really, really. And then as he's in there, she goes and takes her shift on the stage. He's like, what is this? It was. It was sad. Let me. Let me tell you. And I've told. I'll tell the story again. I've told it though yeah. that I was watching with at a party with a bunch of friends, yeah. and we were all. Drinking, watching the show. We got a party bus, went to the place. She was there? She was there dancing, and we freaked out. Really? It was disturbing. Sad. She was such a nice lady. Shouldn't be yeah, there were, there were a couple of places on uh, Boulder Highway right across from each other, and uh, I happened to hit one of the places. It was actually the, the lesser of the two places. I know and the place. there was absolutely a... Uh, she was attractive. There was a pregnant was lady pregnant. working the afternoon shift. Yes. Was I there with you? I was there. Well, we do hang out. We don't really hang out anymore. I, you were there. I was there. You had that conversation with Taffer. Well, we might. It might have. Where been, am I, girl? I don't remember we, who's with me or what anyone's saying. It might have happened if I remember correctly that you went and then told some of us. And oh, then to we come on went, down. Yeah, and then we went later. And you had a great confirm. time. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ or tweet the show at Cofield and Co or at ESPN Las Vegas. Damn, there's a lot going on right now. We got playoff hockey on the way in about 55 minutes. I got to get my head together, man. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. Adam Hill's heading down to the fortress in just a little bit. Uh, One of our buddies, one of our listeners, uh, Jason, says that it was Darnell Nurse. That sound all right? Actually, probably is it. Okay. Who uh, you saw? One of the members of the Oilers like slammed his head on the exit to yeah. the, from the bus. But it was just like it was out of the corner of my eye in the back of the screen. I was like, whoa, whoa, what was that? And they didn't go back to it. I couldn't find anything on Twitter. So good. We know. See if he plays. All right. So there's an update. Uh, basketball update for college basketball. You know we have all these college basketball teams that come to town. Outside of the conference tournaments and play in some invitationals. It uh, looks like, uh, oh boy, might have San Diego State coming in to play in a tournament involving Washington and uh, Sean Miller's Xavier team. National runner-up San Diego State? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes, that's San Diego State. Yes. Uh, the, the cut on the way back was Quentin Johnston. Wide receiver pick, first round of, I almost said San Diego Chargers, L.A. Chargers, big guy, 
talking about his mom and saying she's done working. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. You got a problem with that? Well, he's taking the shot that his career is going to be very long. I mean, twenty first pick in the draft, you're getting a couple of million, right? It's not, it's, it doesn't go as far as it used to. All right, you can to pay the age. So then there's, then there's some pressure on you. Know what, mom? Cal- California taxes. Mom, you don't have to work for the first three years. Let's see how I do. But you might have to go back. You know how hard that. it is to go back into the workforce? I know. After you leave it at Actually, that age? Actually, I don't. I don't, but I expect to uh, the, experience that in the next couple of years. At yeah. that age? All right, well, good I story. Guess she could be good story. We bring up a negative. All right. I think she should hold on to the job for a while. See how it goes. Did you like that pick? Over Zay Flowers? Over Jordan Addison? Kind of reminded me of the uh, the Ruggs, Lamb, Rager, Jefferson draft. Yeah. Where you recommended uh, the Raiders take Justin Jefferson. You like him the most. He's the best. <laughs> He's decent. Yeah. Who's going to be the best out of this group, at least the three I mentioned? Well, I think this group's a little different in that they are such different players. Uh, like Quentin Johnston, size, speed, gets yeah. open, all the things. And, but um, one slight knock is he can't catch the ball. It's not that important uh, as a wide receiver. Uh but, I mean, he's got everything else you want if you can teach him how to catch. And the way I say that, he catches everything against his body, which does not work at the NFL level, obviously. Um, but you can teach him. And if, if he learns, then wow. I mean, what a pick that would be. You think uh, that Flowers, more of a Tyreek Hill type player, would have been something good since the Chargers already have big receivers? Yeah. Um I, but I, it's also look those guys, and we talk about like, wow, you're adding a receiver to this great group. Well, Keenan Allen's been breaking down. Um, right. Mike Williams been breaking down. They're I think old. Quentin Johnson is absolutely the replacement for Mike Williams. Yeah. I think they're getting out from under Mike Williams next year. Yeah, you need a you need a new number one at some point. Um, and and Keenan Allen again is is as awesome as he is, and I still think he's great. Uh, is going to have some issues. So um, there is there is still a lot to be done. Uh, with their receiving core, but I think you're just adding weapons for uh, for Herbert. And don't forget, like this is a guy, you know, even though rookie deals are are decent for a receiver, like it's a guy who is going to be under some cost control for a while when you're going to have to sign Justin Herbert to a massive deal. And that's a position where you're going to want to invest, but you can't invest too heavily in free agency. So, you know, I think that's a good move. I thought they might go tight end to solidify that position, uh, but I, I don't hate taking a receiver. It's just – which one do you prefer in terms of what do you need? I, I thought Addison might be the play there, but they go Quentin Johnson. I don't hate that. I don't hate it. So you mentioned Quentin Johnson, and hey, you know, number twenty-one money, it's good, but it doesn't last forever. So be careful. What do you think of what Jordan Love did? Well, I mean, I'm sure they gave him the option. Hey, we'll pick up your, we'll either pick up your deal. Your fifth year option, or excuse me, we'll either decline your fifth year option, right, or, or you can take this deal, which pays you a little bit more this year, a little bit less next year, and does isn't fully guaranteed. And if it works out, then great. And if it doesn't, you know, if it works out for him, he's going to get paid pretty well. There's he a lot got, of he got uh, he's guaranteed. I think thirteen and a half. Do you know what he was going to make this year? Was going to be like nine or ten million, something like that. And then next year would, you, would have been up to twenty. Would you just bet on yourself? You're very conservative. Yeah, but I think in this case, because it worked out, n- not that it was his choice. But it worked out for Danny Dimes. Sure, he was playing on a one-year deal. Well, that wasn't his choice. They they turned down the fifth. Yeah, but if Jordan Love's good, sorry Packers, now you're gonna pay me. 
Yeah, that's that's the risk that you take as a team, but it's also a risk you take uh, as a player where you can get two years. Like Pretty much you're guaranteeing now that you're going to be the starting quarterback for two years. And at that point, you know, you're not judged solely on this year, which is your first year as a starter, which could have some growing pains. Next year, you know, even though you've been in the league for a few years now, like next year is the year, all right, now I'm going to come into my own. It's my second year as a starter, have a little bit more talent around me, hopefully, and then that's when I can go into free agency, which I think is a good move. Instead of taking the chance that you're going to go this year, now you've got two years to kind of play your way into a big deal, which I'm sure is the goal for him. You're not going to be judged solely on one season. Why didn't the Raiders like Rock Yassin? Or was he going to be too pricey? I think he was pricey for one. Um, and So he landed with the Ravens? Yeah, he's on the Ravens, signed signed there today. Uh, I think that was one of the guys that you know a lot of people thought they might go with, um, that maybe you were holding out to see if you got a, a corner in the first round. And if you did, then you can move on from him. And if not, um, maybe try to re-sign him. And in the end, they didn't get a first-round corner because Witherspoon didn't fall to them, but they did get one later in the draft. I think they brought in a couple you know younger players to get a look at them as well. Uh, and now, you know, I, I think probably whatever they offered Rocky Singh, because I don't think they didn't offer him. I think it was more – Hey, play for this, and if not, go somewhere else. And the Ravens are in, de- in definitely in need of a corner, and they decided to probably make a better offer. Reminder this weekend, if you're looking for something cool to do for uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend, Cowabunga. The water parks with a great special, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tickets are only $24.99 all weekend long. Epic fiestas at both locations, mariachi bands, dancers, face painters, Food and drink specials. By the way, is there anything better than the jalapeno margarita? I was at the store the other day, and I don't know how to make a margarita, but the SO is pretty good at making drinks. And I was like, we need to get some margaritas. Now, I know nothing about drinking. Well, I can drink, but I don't know how to make the drinks. And I was like, why don't we get a jar of jalapenos? And she looks at me like, eh, stop. She's like, fresh, jackass. So, sounds like a that's, fresh jalapeno would be better. That's why I'm that's why I'm with her. Twenty four ninety nine all weekend long. Go to cowabungavegas.com. Uh the point is gonna be out there as part of the festivities, but Cowabunga now two parks in town, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets only twenty four ninety nine as they do their Cinco celebration. Miss any of the show? We've got you covered. Head to lvsportsnetwork.com and go to podcasts to listen to all of your favorite LV Sports Network shows anytime from any place. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Fox Sports Las Vegas right now with the uh, pregame. If you want to hear to the big lead up or you want to listen to the big lead up here, if you want to listen to the big lead up to VGK at 630 with the puck drop against the Oilers and again to inform people Saturday. Saturday. Saturday is game two. Long series. What do you expect next week? Your guesses? Four. On the road? Is Games in Edmonton? Uh, well, it's out. I just, I think it's I think it pretty much goes back to every other day. Okay. So it's Let's get the vast research crew on that one. Monday, Wednesday. Uh, you were talking about how the Dodgers are not good. Uh, they won again today against the Phillies. 33, or is it 36? 36-11 series? So, yeah. Walk walk off Grand Slam today? Yep. My guy, uh, Craig Kimbrell? Not a guy to have as your guy. No. Well, it's better than Braxton Garrett today. What happened? I think he gave up like 37 earned runs. That's too bad. You have him in fantasy? I do. I'm sad to hear that. My second place team is falling apart again. I would love to talk fantasy baseball with you, but the audience would hate it. But I could do it for a while. 
I can do it for a while. Monday, Wednesday in Edmonton, Friday back in Vegas. Friday the thirteenth. Or no, twelfth. Never mind. Sorry. All right. Friday Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right. I like it. In the bag. Stick your hand in there, Dave. So you said must listen, uh, and I will. Is that a, is it called the Green Light Podcast? Yeah. So we pulled some audio from that last week. Green Light Podcast. Chris Long. Mike Mayock. We've gotten some good stuff from Mayock in the past when he went on with uh, Lindsey Rhodes. Sure. and uh, he's, he's a nice guy, and he's loquacious. Loves cursing when he's I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Well, it's, it's a very relaxed conversation in the sense that uh, I think Mike Mayock has known Chris Long since he was born. Uh, Mike Mayock was uh, Howie Long's recruiting host at BC. And Howie Long did not go to BC, uh, but they became really close friends then. Uh, and then how, uh, Mike Mayock told the story. They've been at some weddings together, things like that. I mean, they're very close family friends. And uh, Mike Mayock said he called Howie Long in to talk to uh, Max Crosby and Cleef Earl um, early in their career uh, to kind of you know get them ready. So it, it was a very relaxed conversation. I think he, he got more out of him than most people would. That's what the good shows do. Yeah. Podcast or on air. Sure. I just wish everyone was allowed to curse on this show. That'd be great. Only John Taffer. Would you curse? You're not a curser anyway. I don't. Think I, d- I used to curse a lot on the late night happy hour. Did you? Yeah. I guess I didn't even notice it. Well, you get, get two uh, trulies into you, and you're just letting it fly. You did get. You used to get lit. <laughs> Responsibilities were just not there. You know, yeah, exactly. you're at home. You didn't have to leave. It's a pandemic. Do you ever get thrown off by someone cursing a lot? Yeah, if you hear them like do something where they're not allowed to, and then all of a sudden they do, like whoa. But I mean, oh, I don't mean that way. I just mean like in casual conversation, like you, you're kind of talking to someone that you know but don't really know, and then all of a sudden they just start they're cursing, and you're like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, Ari's, I mean, Ari's I, nodding his head, saying, "I look at it as more of like, oh, they're 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 relaxed, they're you know, they're comfortable with you." Hmm. I spoke to someone today. Who I know, but I don't know super well, and like it was right into the cursing, and I'm like, okay, I feel like I know who you're talking about. Um, I I actually I think in well, a that's, way that's when you have a professional relationship with somebody and then they start cursing. It's weird. I think it's almost like a badge of honor that the person felt comfortable enough. That's what I'm saying. They they listen and they're like, you know what, this this is this is a dude that I'm talking <laughs> to. I can cuss. That sounds right. You know, there was a great story last week that we never got to, and I don't even know if we have the bite anymore. Did you see the whole thing with uh, is her name Marley Rivera? Yeah. And. She freaking snapped on another female reporter, sure. and she got fired by ESPN on baseball coverage. And when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, what's what's the big deal?" Well, I think she did it in front of kids. I think that was well. That that was that was one of the problems. She was very comfortable. <laughs> but 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 a woman dropping the term. It was basically a blank and C. Like I'm like, okay. The FC double was that was rough. I don't know. It didn't bother me. No. But you know, I talked to my mom every couple weeks. And- <laughs> I'm conditioned. She, actually, she's. I always say that she does that. That she, she dro- drops. Marley. That she drops C bombs. She does not. She does not. Someone else. Someone else I talk to on a regular basis does. So it didn't bother me. But I'm a dude.